that resort has different savannas that they you could say they can look out three on. Different ones, the yeah. main one has like all of the animals. So like mm-hmm. that's usually the most expensive room. So being able to rent those points, we save hundreds and hundreds of dollars. Yeah, maybe paid 25, 30%. Hello and welcome back to yet another episode of Market House. My name is Caleb. And I'm Caitlin. And thank you so much for joining us for uh, another episode of the show. Uh, We're getting ready to dive in here into all the Disney news, which not as much as last week. No. Last week was a blur of (laughs) they just like dumped it all on us in one day and said, here, talk about it. Uh, This one was a little more chill, but it gives us a little more time to talk about those individual stories and all that's happened. But... Uh, before we get there, I do have to mention we just got back, not just got back, but last night. We had a fun night down in San Francisco, uh, drove down there. So it used to take us like an hour and a half, right? Yeah. Like what, five years ago? Yeah, I would say, because we haven't been for a we long have, time. We have, well, yeah, we go down every year for a game, but yeah, five years ago, I think it was like a year, uh, a year and a half, an hour and a half drive. <laughs> Felt like a year and a half. Last night, it took us... Three hours? Three hours. And we're not talking like, oh, there was a car accident. We were in bumper to bumper traffic. For like an hour and a half. Yes. It was so bad. So bad. The Bay Bridge was backed up for miles. Uh, I mean, getting down there, there's there's like the usual kind of jams that we expect, like in Vacaville and Fairfield. Like it's just the usual stuff. But then it was literally a crawl from... Like the toll, right before the the first toll bridge. And then you're just, it was a crawl to the city. Yeah. It was miserable. Yeah. So there was an event going on at the Staples Center and then there was it's also- not Staples. Staples, Staples is in LA. Oh, dang it. <laughs> Chase, Chase. Chase. Oh yeah. gosh, sorry. Um, at the Chase Center. <laughs> I was like, whoa, dang, <laughs> people are driving down to the Staples no, Center. Sorry. Um, at the Chase Center, excuse me. And then also at the new Oracle Park, which is where we saw the Cardinals versus the San Francisco Giants. Yeah, it's weird to call it. It used to be at and I know. I almost said at and Yeah. So we have to get used to saying Oracle. But yeah, so we're giant Cardinal fans, not Giants. and But we live close to San Francisco, so we go see them there every year. And uh, it was a good game. We won. We did. A lot of screaming. A lot of, um, a lot of joyous screaming. It was so good. It was fun. I it was a really it. good night. It was chilly, like a usual, you know, uh, San Francisco evening. Mm-hmm. And had some good old ballpark nachos, got a soda, yeah, and just watched the game. It was great. It was really fun. So anyways, we're getting back from that. So I apologize again if you hear some water chugging in the back. It's to clear the throat because, again, it's a little damage from screaming at the top of our lungs all night long. Uh, but there's a lot of news. Or not a lot of news, but there's quite a few. There's some good news, quite, though. Yeah, good news. Some so, tasty news. Some tasty goodness. <laughs> yeah. So let's dive in right now. All right, and our first news story takes place over on the East Coast, and it looks like Epcot has some new concept art that has been released. Uh, We saw a glimpse of this maybe a year or two ago, so I guess that was the first draft because it's changed quite a bit. Yeah. Uh, There's straight up a missing building. So again, before I dive in, you can totally pull this up uh, by looking up new concept art at Epcot, and uh, you can kind of see the comparisons for yourself while we talk about it if you want. Uh, but yeah, it looks like there was supposed to be, there was plans for this giant building over by Spaceship Earth, and that looks to still be there, maybe a little different, but that's still going to be completed. And then there's this kind of observatory, mid-century modern 
with trees on top, like a very, very cool building overlooking the lagoon in the middle of Epcot, and that has been axed from the new concept art. Yeah, which is a bummer because it was truly a really unique design. It looks like it was multiple stories, and at the top there is just a bunch of trees and grass, and I'm assuming just an area where you can get some drinks and snacks and just... (laughs) No one Disney was probably like exclusive and a club thing and oh yeah you could look at oh, all the yeah. peasants below <laughs> yeah probably but the way the building is it's so pretty but yeah yeah that's gone and um i don't know caleb also if you're looking do you see that like there's like a pink road do you see that on the first concept art no my thing just crashed so. okay so there's like a pink road leading to that building that people are walking oh, on yes. in the concept art i have no idea why that's pink it's the pink brick road but in the new concept art that's gone too Okay. So they axed the pink road. So, so the Imaginator that dreamed that up. Uh, sorry, buddy. The pink it's out. road is gone. It's out, dude. <laughs> uh, no, but this is cost cutting measures. I'm assuming, uh, you know, with the new leadership at Disney, there's a lot of changes occurring. And this is one of them. So again, to be fair, concept art is also concept. That's right. the reason why it's called that. And that's just an early idea for the area. And then reality usually hits with budgets. And then the Imagineers, designers all go back to the drawing board and kind of come up with a more realistic solution. So this is what we're seeing. Again, people are going to rip this left and right because that's fun to do. And that's what Disney fans do. But again, to be fair, it's concept. So yeah, looking forward to Epcot finally being completed because every single time we go, we've gone three years in a row and all three years, there's walls up everywhere. Always. Yeah. And again, something to look forward to with the new concept art is there's so many trees. Yeah. That it looks like they're going to be adding, which a lot I, think, of greenery. I think would help add to like that initial, like right when you walk in and you see just the Epcot ball, you're like, yes, like I'm here. I think it would just be so beautiful. There was greenery and it was yeah. all, it, it, I'm excited for it. I can't wait. Yeah. So they're seeing, I think, uh, 2023. Yeah. I'm assuming it's mid to end of 2023 because just looking at videos from a couple days ago not even close not even close nope so yeah 2023 it looks like Epcot will finally be completed next up we have some new food items featured all throughout the Disneyland Resort and uh, this is going to be quite the list of new food items so if you haven't eaten lunch or dinner yet I apologize in advance because just we just got back from eating Jim Boy's tacos and I'm already hungry again Reading all this, but uh, first we have some items from uh, Hungry Bear. Uh, we've got a peach honey tea slush. Uh, we've got a fried green tomato sandwich. And before you rip on this, because I did myself, Caitlin showed me some Instagram pictures of this thing, and it actually looks pretty good. Uh, you want to explain what it is? Yeah, it has cornmeal crusted with blister tomato relish, frise, mascarpone spread on toasted sourdough with mandarin oranges, and your choice of French fries or onion rings. Yeah. so delicious. Why are you laughing? Okay, but because in my mind, when I first heard a fried green tomato sandwich, I'm like, what is that going to be? But then literally when you see the pictures, you're like, it looks pretty good. Yeah, looks decent. Uh, Next up, we've got some items over at Schmoozie's. Uh, We've got a banana split Mickey Mouse shake, uh, a confetti cake shake, and this is the one you showed me earlier today. This thing has whipped topping, and it's pretty self-explanatory, top with a slice of cake, but uh, definitely uh, inspired by Black Tap, mm-hmm. their giant shake stuff down in downtown Disney. Uh, but this thing is giant. It's $12.99, the price of a meal, but looks very Instagrammable, so I'm assuming this is going to be a very popular yeah. item. 
over at Schmoozies. Usually Schmoozies does have more of like the prettier desserts. Yeah. Like the Oreo ones with the ears. So all yeah, very picture worthy. Yeah. Uh, next up, we've got some stuff at the mint julep bar. Uh, we've got a passion fruit mint julep. Uh, looks like it's passion fruit mint and a hint of lime. So uh, that sounds pretty good. Uh, banana Mickey shaped beignets. Mm-hmm. So rolled in a bada- uh, banana powdered sugar. So yeah, I heard that looks good. from what I've been hearing, the banana isn't very strong on these. It's very light. So for people who are like, oh, I'm not a big fan of banana, it's a very light banana taste. Oh, good. Um, I definitely heard the caramel cream sauce is really important. Like it brings it all together. Okay. Um, and then one thing with the passion fruit mint julep, I have heard that it varies every time people get it. So sometimes the passion fruit juice is super strong and then other times people feel like they're like, I'm just drinking mint. Oh, really? So definitely keep that in mind because you might need to get it a couple times because I'm like, it, it sounds very good, but I have a feeling if you got the drink and it just tastes like mint, you'd be like, ugh. Yeah. So. Okay. Good to know. Uh, the last food item is over at Tropical Hideaway. Yes. One of our personal favorite locations. And that is a watermelon Dole Whip. I'm so excited for this. Yeah. You're a big fan of watermelon. Me, not so much. Yes. So maybe you can grab this uh, during our next trip. But you know, they make the other ones like, what is it? Is it raspberry? Yeah, raspberry and pineapple. Yes. And then in Disney World, there's the oh, all of those. And then they have the vanilla. Yeah. So you can do orange vanilla and pineapple mm-hmm. and vanilla. Mm-hmm. And they're amazing. Yes. So I'm hoping the watermelon's going to follow that and just be as delicious as ever. So definitely check that out. And yeah, enjoy. Next up, we have a new sand sculpture that just popped up in downtown Disney. And it is actually for the new Obi-Wan show that's going to be coming out on Disney Plus. And I am so excited for the show. Um, For those who don't know, on May 4th, Disney released a new teaser trailer of the Obi-Wan Kenobi show. And I am here for it. I'm so excited. I cannot wait. If you are in downtown Disney, go swing by. It's right in front of Launch Bay. Yeah, towards so the Disneyland Hotel. Not to be confused with, because remember, there was a Star Wars launch bay in the parks. Oh, okay, yeah. So, it's so yeah, one- this is the show. This it used to be Rainforest Cafe, uh, and then they've converted it into a Star Wars store over by, yeah, old ESPN Zone, Disneyland Hotel, all that nonsense. So, yeah, it's right in front of there. And, uh, yeah, it was uh, debuted on Star Wars Day, May 4th, uh, as well with the uh, teaser trailer. All right, and our final news story uh, is some new Doctor Strange and Scarlet Witch merchandise being released over in DCA. Uh, we've got the Eye of Agamotto Sipper. Again, could be butchering that pronunciation. Have not seen the movie yet. Uh, a new Spider-Bot attachment and a web attachment. So uh, a lot of just kind of, I would say, minor uh, merchandise items uh, that are being released for this thing. Uh, but all of it is in celebration for uh, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness releasing this past weekend. And uh, can't wait to see that movie. It looks good. The only thing I, the only gripe I have about Marvel movies would be, I feel like I have to prep like I'm doing homework. Like to see the next movie, I have to watch like seven movies oh, yeah. <laughs> to understand what's going on. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. I'm excited though. I have to admit, I right when the, when you told me this was coming out, I'm like, oh great, because I'm not the biggest fan of Doctor Strange. Yeah. Um, but you know, after seeing the trailers and everyone's so hyped about it, I'm like, okay. And that video that Disney released of Scarlet Witch coming oh, yeah, to DCA, she's, she's doing a meet and greet. Stuff, yes. Right? Yeah. So there was a video of her like coming from behind the camera and doing her little hand thing that she. <laughs> yeah. We didn't watch her Wandavision, magic. so yeah. um. 
that was, I got so amped up. I don't know why, but it got me excited for Halloween because it's just so like spooky the way that she's like in the wow. red light. Mm-hmm. I loved it. Yeah, it looks good. So uh, go get your uh, Doctor Strange and Scarlet Witch merch over in DCA. All right, and that brings us to the main segment of today's episode, and that is how to save money at Walt Disney World. Uh, We've already done one of these episodes, and that was uh, how to save money at Disneyland, and uh, it seems that was kind of well-liked. A lot of people listened to that, and hopefully it helped you save some money uh, for the West Coast trip, but the East Coast is a totally different story, especially for us West Coast people. Uh, Flying from California to Orlando is not cheap. And, you know, once you get out there, you're flying five, six hours to get out to uh, Florida. You don't want to stay there for just a couple nights. So it's usually a longer trip. So you've got like a week trip. So that's a week at a Disney resort, uh, flights, uh, food, you name it. It is a expensive vacation. So I am always looking for ways to save money as much as possible. I know that you probably are too, because we want to do these things as often as possible. The first tip that I have is uh, hard to plan around, especially for people with uh, kids, but it will save you a heck of a lot of money and uh, also your sanity because of how freaking hot it is in Orlando. But that is try and not travel during the summer. Uh, It's by far the most expensive time to travel anywhere, especially Walt Disney World. It's going to be the busiest. It will be the hottest. It is just not great. Uh, My (laughs) first trip... Uh, there I went when I was in high school with my family and, uh, we went, I think, yeah, well, I mean, I used to go as a kid. I used to actually live in Orlando, but, uh, my first trip back in 15 years or something like that, right? Uh, we went in August and it was miserable, absolutely miserable. Like everyone was grumpy by 11 o'clock and didn't want to talk to each other. And all we did was want to go back to the hotel and cool off. So the summers in Orlando are not only just hot, it's humid. It's just, it's good to avoid it if at all possible. It rains every day in the summer. It's a weird state. So uh, if you can avoid it, try and not go to Disney World during the summer. Uh, But let's go ahead and dive into the actual details of planning a trip to Orlando. And that is flights. So you got to get over there. And uh, again, I'm going to, I'm going to reference credit cards often in this. um, And this is why. So we use travel credit cards a lot in this household because they get you points. And so it's money I normally would have spent, right? So if we go grocery shopping, if we go at a Costco, what have you, I almost always 99% of the time pay with a credit card. Uh, Now the big giant caveat asterisk, the big thing that uh, the key thing to this is you got to pay these things off at the end of the month or else that ruins any kind of rewards you would have gotten. Please, people, do not go sign up for a bunch of credit cards thinking you're going to like finance this trip and get all these points and then be, you know, $8,000 in credit card debt at the end of it and paying those nasty interest charges. So that stuff can add up quick. Please, if you know that you won't be able to, uh, you know, kind of be responsible or stay on top of this, do not uh, fall down this rabbit hole because it can... Uh, do some damage. So again, if you're responsible with money, if you're in the position to do it, uh, travel uh, reward credit cards are the way to go. So how I do it is uh, there's American Express and Chase. Those are uh, two of the biggest credit card issuers and they have some amazing rewards. Uh, Amex has their uh, membership rewards and uh, Chase, their ultimate rewards are what they're named. 
So you can use these uh, points to transfer to their uh, travel partner. So I will often transfer uh, Chase points over to United. Uh, I'll take American Express points and transfer them over to, uh, well, it's kind of hard, but essentially American Airlines, you have to transfer to British Airways first. I don't want to get in the weeds with all that stuff, but you can do a lot of uh, flight redemptions with these credit cards. So that's how we do it. That's kind of how we hack it together. If you are not into credit card, uh, you know, it can get a lot kind of uh, tracking all those uh, reward points and all that good stuff. Then do it all with cash. That's totally doable, right? Uh, my biggest, I mean, honestly, to save money uh, with flying would be fly on less busy days. That happens to be Tuesdays, Wednesdays, Thursdays, very low uh, demand on those days for the most part. Uh, so you'll end up saving some money. Sundays are going to be very expensive as well as Fridays. So try and avoid those days because they are expensive. Um, but yeah, I mean, again, your low cost carriers, if Southwest is a decent option for you, uh, you can fly them. Uh, I know some folks don't like doing that because of, you know, kind of getting your own seat and all that good stuff. Uh, but you, Hey, you get two free check bags with them. And, uh, again, they honestly are cheaper than most of the competition. Uh, but next up you've got to get into the parks and that's Disney world tickets. This one's a little harder to hack with credit card points. We normally don't at all. Um, so we will use uh, people like Undercover Tourist, which is an awesome uh, company to buy your Disney tickets with, 100% legit. Uh, you'll save anywhere from 20, 50, 70 bucks per ticket uh, booking through them versus Disney Direct. And again, it's 100% legit. We've used them a million times and we always get our tickets. Uh, you can also do the Target hack. And I think Caitlin, you're the one that told me to do this. Yeah. Um, so you can sign up for, this is not a credit card thing. You can go, uh, sign up for free, the target debit card. So it just mm -hmm. works like your regular bank account card and you can save what? 5% back. Yes. So 5% off, right? Every purchase, every purchase. Yes. And then with, along with signing up for, I don't want to call it target circle rewards. Um, but they have something similar where it's target circle. Um, they have deals all the time, percentages off on this deals on that. And sometimes, um, you know, you'll get, is it only on target gift cards or they do the extra 5%? I don't know. Sometimes I, they do it on everything. So they might do it on other gift cards as well. I'm not sure. Okay. Well, if they do, that's also a good hack, but those yeah. are available at target, which is nice. Cool. Yeah. So, so you can get five. So if you sign up for that debit card, again, works just like your regular bank card. Uh, you can get 5% off your purchase. So pe what people do is you can go buy like $500 gift cards, uh, Disney gift cards at target and you buy a few of them because you'll need a lot <laughs> mm -hmm. to get over to Disney World. It's a but, lot of savings. Oh, a ton of savings. Mm -hmm. So uh, you can buy your Disney gift cards over at Target, save 5%, and then purchase your tickets um, online mm -hmm. that way. Also, another one, I don't know if everyone has low, like you can access these places, but Sam's yeah, Club Sam's, has some. That we did that. So um, we bought a $500 gift card there for 400 and like. $87 or something. Yeah. And then also random. places like, I don't know if Costco, but I know Sam's Club does for sure. They also have um, the gift cards for flights. 
So yeah, yeah, they do. They can do You're Southwest. Right. I know Alaska. for Alaska Airlines, place some of like they're not every carrier, um, but you can sometimes get those. I think they're like five hundred dollar gift cards for like four seventy or something like yeah, that. Good, and again, good you might say, "Oh, that's not a lot. It's only thirty bucks." But I'm like, if you add that up over time throughout your trip, you want to see as much money as possible, so that way you can put it towards stuff like merch or that sit down restaurant sure. or that activity with your family. So it's good just point. little things that add up everywhere. So. Yeah, good point. It all adds up at the end of a trip because it's a lot of money. Period. Uh, so yeah, good points on the Disney World tickets. Again, kind of hard to hack it unless you have a cashback card. And I don't want to do it. Yeah, I, I don't want to like pigeonhole everyone into like, you must use credit cards to travel to Disney World. You definitely don't. Um, but yeah, if you have a cashback card, kind of no brainer. If you want to use that cashback towards tickets and stuff that's harder to book with points, welcome to do so. But yeah, this one we don't really hack together. We just go ahead and straight up buy them from Undercover Tourist or the gift cards like we mentioned before. Uh, hotel. Now this is where it gets interesting. Um, normally when we go to Disneyland, we always like 99% of the time stay offsite just because of how Disneyland is. Everything's really close. It's real intimate. It's really easy to get around. Uh, it's easy to stay at a Hyatt down the road. Again, we use points and that's why we do it. And we walk, you know, five, 10 minutes into the park and we've saved a thousand bucks, right? Yeah. Uh, so that's easy to do. Disney world is a different beast. We've gone there uh, as married. Uh, we've gone there a few times together. And uh, we have stayed on site every single time because Disney World is what, 40 square miles? Yeah, it's a lot. And it's again, back pre-COVID, there were certain reasons to stay there. They had different ways of, like reasonings why it was okay to spend that much money. Like like merchandise getting sent back to your hotel. Yeah. You get more time in the park. There's buses. So there's all these different reasons of yeah. why we would stay. Half of those are gone now, unfortunately, but mm -hmm. half of them have still stayed. Honestly, proximity to the parks and transportation is the number one reason you should stay on site. So if you're the type that's like, nah, I'm going to save money. I'm going to go stay. You know, a lot of these places will be like, hey, we're right next to the uh, entrance of Disney World. That's a little misleading because it, yeah, it could be right next to Disney World, but then you've got another five, six miles right, or whatever until you hit Epcot. And then you got a couple miles until you hit Magic Kingdom. So it's a giant, it's like a city. So that's like saying, you know, we're right next to the entrance of Atlanta. And then you're like, okay, yeah, you've got another, you know, 10 miles until you reach downtown. Right. So a little misleading on the advertising. So honestly, if I were you, I would definitely save, honestly, not even the extra. They have, uh, they have over 25 resorts mm -hmm. at Disney World. So they've got value resorts. They've got moderate and deluxe. Those are the three levels of hotels. So pretty much it meets every single budget. Uh, they have gone up in recent years. I will not lie. Uh, you, you could back in the day, be able to get a value resort like 120 bucks a night. Those days are gone. I think like what you can get them for maybe 150, 60, 170 a night. Yeah. Or if not more. Yeah. And that's, don't get me wrong. That is expensive for a hotel mm -hmm. room. Unfortunately though, like what I'm seeing, I'm booking Hyatt's and Hilton's and stuff and Disney. We just paid a $200 a night for a very simple Hilton down yeah. the street. That's th Those are Disneyland hotel prices for you. Yeah. So it's all, it's all expensive now. So I will say that. So again, don't just automatically assume staying offsite is going to save you money. They have hotels that meet kind of every budget. Uh, you can book some hotels uh, with points on site. They've got a, a Swan and Dolphin hotels that are owned by Marriott that you can book with Marriott points. Um, it will take 
uh, pretty much your lifetime savings of Marriott points to book yeah. these things. It's very expensive points wise. They're very. It's a very nice hotel though. It's nice. Mm-hmm. We have not stayed there yet. Mm-mm. We plan on doing it our next yeah. trip. Yeah, and you can see Hollywood Studios and I believe Epcot too, right? Yeah, I think from so. it, depending what tower you're in. So yeah. very close to the park, you can walk. So again, that's something to consider as well. Yeah, and they have all the benefits of an on-site hotel. Mm-hmm. So just because they're not a, an official like Disney branded hotel. Um, they have all the amenities of an on-site hotel. So you do get extra time at the park. You do get uh, transportation with the official Disney buses. Right. So that is a nice perk uh, if you want to use points. But if you're going to pay cash like the rest of us, uh, you are going to have to find ways to save. So um, there are uh, a couple of ways to hack this together. Again, at the end of the day, it's going to be more expensive than you're used to, unfortunately. Uh, But let me tell you about those few options. Uh, weekdays, again, this is kind of a no brainer. This is with every hotel, not just Disney weekdays are always cheaper. So if you're going to stay, you know, like a Monday through Thursday, Monday through Friday, that will always be cheaper than staying Friday through Wednesday, right? Those weekend nights, Friday night, Saturday night, Sunday night are super, super, super expensive. And you'll always pay more, uh, for weekend stays. Uh, you've got, um, let's see here. You've got some Disney special offers that pop up once in a while. Uh, for instance, Right now, you've got a 25% off resort stay for Disney Plus subscribers. That's what, 80% of the US? Right. (laughs) Everyone's subscribed to Disney Plus. So uh, you can get 25% off there. Uh, You can save $500 on a five-night stay for select Disney World resorts right now. So encouraging encouraging you to stay longer, and that can give you, depending on what hotel you stay at, probably one to two nights off, essentially, your stay. So uh, again, some nice ways to... Uh, hack this together. If you want to avoid the value resort, so again, that's an easy way to save money. If you're like, hey, I don't have four or $500 a night to stay, but I also don't want to stay at a kind of motel. Honestly, those value resorts, they're themed kind of well for little kids, but at the end of the day, and correct me if I'm wrong, but they're like motels. They're like a Best Western. Yeah, I do have to say though, and this is again, my personal opinion, I really like Pop Century. Yeah, and I, I would make the argument Pop Century is like it's... um what value plus yeah and you know it's one of those things where um the outside is kind of like funky and groovy like the way it seemed um but i have to admit for it being a value resort their food area like their food court they have some of the best food yeah um their rooms are clean they're they just redid them i think a couple years ago right Mm -hmm. so we when we stayed there they were newly refurbished yeah. so that was in 2019 yeah and it's just i love the ambiance of right when you walk into it i highly recommend that as their valley resort again some people aren't willing to spend $900 a night on a hotel no, i mean no. we are we we Mm-mm. don't do that um so if you there's nothing wrong with the valley resorts so i highly recommend no, pop no i wouldn't say wrong with them i would just say like pop i would honestly say is the exception all all the all star resorts like all star sports yeah, and stuff no. those are like yeah if you're going to do value i would for sure stick around pop People love art of animation. Um, we haven't personally. Dude, that's not priced like that. That's insane. Which is, yeah, that's interesting. It's way higher, th- but it's because the Skyliner. Is Skyliner right and people love those rooms for some yes. reason. So it's up to you. Again, if you have little ones, art of animation is great. Pop Century, we love because we love the food court. We love the rooms. Um, but again, just keep that in mind. Yeah. So those are, I would argue, value plus resorts, those two that we mentioned. But again, like I said, if you're like, you know what, not really into the motel style uh, hotels, which I totally understand, I'm not a huge fan of them myself, try the moderate resorts. And again, you're not going to find like giant discounts. We did uh, when we went this last trip and we stayed at the yeah. Grand Destino Tower. Oh, love that hotel. Yeah. 
uh, we stay, I think we got 20% off our stay. Yes. And that was just one of these random mm-hmm. promos they were doing. So again, you can find a little bit of savings uh, with those special offers. But I would try the moderate hotels that feel kind of like deluxe. Like I mentioned, Grand Destino Tower feels like a deluxe resort, mm-hmm. but it's in that moderate category. Another example is the Riviera Resort. It's DVC only, but uh, let's put a pin in that and I'll tell you how you can do that in a second. Uh, but again, that's considered moderate, but feels very deluxe. Oh, yeah. That, that, both of those hotels are absolutely beautiful. Beautiful hotels. Mm-hmm. And again, falls in that uh, moderate category. So uh, like I said before, Riviera Resort is DVC only. And you're saying, OK, I can't stay there because I'm not a DVC member. We're not DVC members. Uh, and that if you don't know what that is, that's Disney Vacation Club, which is they're not going to call it this, but it's a timeshare program. Mm-hmm. Uh, they would like to tell you it's different than that, but it pretty much is. So very expensive, a 20 to 30 year commitment. It's mm-hmm. a big deal. So I would recommend, I would say like 90% of people should not do DVC. At the end of the day, it's not a very good investment. I'm, I won't get into that. My finance brain's kicking in. Uh, but you can rent DVC points. So let's say, Caitlin, you're a DVC member and you go, hey, I've got 100 points this year or whatever, 200 points, and I'm not going to use them because I'm not going to the parks. I'd like to rent these out to somebody that can use my points uh, for their stay. So I go, hey, Caitlin, I will rent your points for $17 a point, which I think is the average right now. So 17 bucks a point. Uh, Animal Kingdom Lodge is whatever, 29 points a night. You do the math or that sounds pretty high, but like, you know, 14 points a night. You do all the math. And uh, it is almost always cheaper to stay that way than number one, becoming a DVC member and putting $100,000 down or number two, uh, buying cash rate. So example, we stayed at Animal Kingdom Lodge doing this uh, hack, right? Mm -hmm. So we did it this way. We reached out on Dizboards, which is a giant Disney community, a forum. And this is, I would honestly say a riskier way of doing this. Yeah. You're you're banking on the other person being an honest individual and sending you the points and booking you the reservation and then you sending them hundreds of dollars over the internet and right. hoping they don't cancel it on you. So it's a little riskier this way. But we met a good guy, very nice individual, and we rented points for him, um excuse me, from him to stay at Animal Kingdom Lodge, uh Kidani Village, right? And so uh we booked um I think he charges only like $15 a point. And uh, we were able to stay at Animal Kingdom for, I, I want to say I paid them seven or $800 for, for a week, right? No, we didn't work there for a whole week. Oh. We're there for like three nights, two or three nights. Right. And then just, just as a comparison though, we, since we're staying at Kidani and just that resort in general, normally how much are those rooms a night? Oh, four, five, six hundred $600 a night. And what Caleb also, we also got a Savannah room, which for those who don't oh, know, yeah, Savannah we view. had a balcony that overlooked the main savannah yeah so which has because again that resort has different savannas that they you could say they can look out on the main one has like all of the animals like Mm -hmm. that's usually the most expensive room so being able to rent those points we save hundreds and hundreds of dollars maybe paid 25 30 percent of the nightly cost right or maybe half like you can save mega mega bucks yeah so instead of you know a hotel costing you sixteen hundred dollars just cut that in half and that's pretty much what you can save with DVC points. So if you want to have that deluxe experience and rent uh, points to go stay at Wilderness Lodge, Animal Kingdom Lodge, uh, uh, what else? Uh, The Contemporary Resort. Mm -hmm. You name it. Yeah, yeah, Grand Floridian is getting some DVC Mm -hmm. rooms added pretty soon here. Polynesian. Polynesian. Any of those that have DVC rooms, you can rent the points. Now, again, another 
kind of warning. You need to do this well in advance. So nine to 12 months, you need to have your trip planned out and your dates picked out to get these good deals. Um, also, if you want to go through kind of a more legit um, guaranteed way, you can use services like DVC Rental Store and David's Vacation Club Rentals. Those are two very legit sites that people use uh, commonly uh, for these DVC rental deals. Uh, but yeah, that's pretty much hotels. Did we cover everything? Yeah. And I think like just Caleb said, with timing it out way in advance, also depending on, um, what hotel you're getting, the faster they will go. Like for example, um, the, what am I thinking? Um, the grand, not the grand Floridian, the grand in California, grand California. Yeah. Those hotel rooms go like that yeah, like they are like gone very small amount over here on uh, at the grand california down yeah. in disneyland and so we've been trying to plan a trip for a couple years now and you have to get it literally the day they open up or they're gone yeah which is like 12 months in advance yes so again for people who don't like to plan just keep that in mind depending on what resort you're going for um i can s- just it's insane how fast they go and again you're also subject to availability of when the people that own the points are wanting to go on vacation and so it's just kind of just keep that in mind there's a few more curveballs and like things to kind of deal with but just at the end of the day know that you're staying at a deluxe resort for much much cheaper than cash option so it's kind of worth all that trouble uh next up is food and again at the end of the day you got to pay for food. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's kind of hard ways to hack this. Again, you can't use points to buy food in the park. Again, you can use cashback stuff. That's kind of without saying. Uh, but I have just a couple things here to kind of save you a couple dollars. Uh, but at the end of the day, you're in a theme park. It's going to cost money uh, to pay, or excuse me, to eat in those uh, resorts. Uh, avoid sit-down restaurants. Again, goes without saying, but those are always going to cost more than counter service restaurants, quick bite to eats. And not only does it save you money, but it saves you time. So if you're there for a limited amount of time, like we were our last trip, we were there for a few days, um, it, you don't have time to sit down for an hour and a half uh, sit-down meal. Mm-hmm. So you kind of just want to grab a burger and get on your merry way to get on Flight of Passage or whatever. Um, next up, you can do, like we mentioned before, that gift card hack. So if you want to save money and just kind of buy a $500 food card right at Target, you can save 5% that way, buy it at Sam's Club. But again, use that gift card you bought at Target to buy all your food in the park. Yeah, because Disney gift cards can go for just food, merch, tickets, literally anything anything in Disney they'll take. Yeah, Disney's on the name. You can use them on Disney Cruise Line. You name it, you can use it there. Um, Always try and order snacks and water using Amazon. So the day you get to your hotel, excuse me, your hotel, even the day before, uh, you can order all your snacks and uh, water bottles uh, to be delivered to your resort. You can grab it, throw it on a cart and bring it up to your room. And then you've got snacks and waters for your trip. Yeah. Cause let me just list uh, some prices here. Water bottles in the park are $3 and 50 cents. Snacks can run from $3 and 25 for a bag of chips. A bag of Lay's runs you three bucks all the way to $7 and 25 cents for a stuffed pretzel and again that's for one person so if you're let's just say that you you want chips a pretzel and a water you're looking at almost 15 dollars. yeah just for one person yep for one snack yeah so think of that multiple times a day times multiple people so it just it it adds up yeah for a family that can be very very expensive so again try and pack your snacks and again if you're flying across the country it's hard to do that so you can order on amazon 
Yeah, and we love doing that too. So yeah. again, with Caleb having um, living the gluten free lifestyle, we pack a lot of snacks for him in my backpack. And again, it's nice to have throughout the day just snacks and water in your bag. Because yeah. if you're in a line, you're like, I'm starving. Yeah, just and sweating. Grab a quick snack. <laughs> you're yeah, in Florida. you don't have to wait in line for it. It's just it's right there. So highly True. recommend doing that. Yep. Uh, and then all restaurants can give you a cup of water. So again, don't feel inclined to buy a water bottle every single time you're thirsty. If you ran out of the water you brought from uh, the hotel, or if you just choose to ignore that uh, tip, uh, don't feel like you need to buy a, a water bottle every single time. Bring your own. They have uh, bottle filling stations all throughout the park. And then, like I said, if you're at a counter service restaurant, a sit-down restaurant, of course, but if you walk up and just say, hey, can I grab a cup of water from you? Uh, 90% of the time, they will give it to you. Yeah, usually, I don't know currently at Disney World, but in Disneyland, they're being a little more strict about the cup of water. Um, you normally have to, they'll give you a cup of ice and then tell you to go fill it up at a water station. Um, so that happens just grab the cup of ice. Again, it's usually a hot day. You fill it in your water bottle and then yeah. just go to those stations and do a quick fill up. Yep. All right. And our final little category here is transportation. Um, for 90% of you, renting a car is going to be a total waste of money. So if you're just going to Orlando to do Disney World alone, and I would even argue and Universal, uh, you don't need a car because you're if you're staying on property, you are going to have the ability to hop on a Disney bus, right. the Disney Skyliner, the Disney boats, what have you, right? For staying at Porter Lanes, you can hop on the boat, you can hop on whatever. Uh, so Disney's going to provide transportation uh, for you their whole trip, right? And you're like, how do I get from the, you know, the hotel, I'm sorry, to, from the airport to the hotel and vice versa? Uh, well, it used to be free. <laughs> it used to be called the Magical Express. Uh, Disney closed that up at the end of 2021. Now there's something called Mirrors Connect, uh, and it's essentially the same thing. Mirrors actually operated the Magical Express, but Disney's not paying for it anymore. So you have to pay for it yourself. But it's still cheaper than renting a car, especially in these post-COVID world we're living in. It's so expensive to rent a car. It's insanely expensive. And on top of that, Disney's going to charge you $25 a day to park at that resort. So what used to be free, this used to be free a few years ago. If you're like, hey, I'm already spending $400 a night, people, to stay at your resort, the least you can do is give me a parking spot. No, 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 not anymore. Disney's charging you. So a car is going to be bad for you, period. Yeah, and not to mention, if you are if you take that car from the resort to drive to, let's say, Animal Kingdom, you're going to pay again. No, so if you're staying at the resort, your your uh, parking's free at the at the. Parks. Oh, it is. It oh, is. perfect. Okay. Yeah, yeah, they don't double charge you. But still, okay. 25 bucks a day is That's like a lot. steep, man. Yeah. So avoid this by just booking Mirrors Connect. So that's that bus that's going to take you from the airport to uh, the resorts. And that is $16 one way for adults and $13.50 for a child. And unfortunately, you don't get a discount booking a uh, round trip ticket. It's just that doubled. Um, so I think it's like $32 for a adult and what have you for the kids. So again, it's not cheap, but it is the cheapest option for you to get around. You can also book Ubers and Lyfts. Um, those will probably cost you a little more because of the private aspect of it. Uh, but if you're not a giant fan of buses, I'm not. Um, sometimes Uber is a better option for us. Yeah, and there's the minivans as well. Yeah, Lyft, yeah. right, has the minivans. The mini, yeah, themed, which people seem to love. So Yeah, we tried to get one last time. We didn't yeah. Get uh, so yeah, there's that. So don't rent a car if uh, you're not going anywhere else uh, except for Disney. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's pretty much it. Uh, Disney's going to take care of you on site. Uh, uh, tons of modes of transportation with Disney. 
Uh, so they're there to, you know, save you the trouble of, they don't want you leaving the resort, right? They don't want you leaving the walls of Disney World because they want you spending money with them. So it makes total sense that they'll get you around and put you around all over the resort uh, with their different forms of transportation. We loved it. We love taking all the buses and everything, right? Yeah, it's nice. Yeah, I remember taking our thing over to Disney Springs our first night. That's so fun. Grabbing some dinner. Yeah. But yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, It feels like there's... Not it. I mean, at the end of the day, it's expensive. Like it's I hate. It. I'm looking expensive. at these tips, and I'm like, they'll, they'll they'll save you a few bucks. But like at the end of the day, it's a very expensive trip. So know that going in. Yeah, and you know, again, like we stated before, it might be just a little, like slightly little amounts of money here and there. But overall, over a week, or depending on how many members of your family are going on this trip, it adds up. And just even if you even if you go into Disney World and you're like, I saved a hundred bucks. That's still 100 bucks that you sure. can use on merch because the merch is expensive as well. <laughs> yeah. The sit-down restaurants are expensive. So again, as much as it, it might not seem like a ton or, oh, this might be super like, duh, try them because I guarantee you, you'll be like, wow, that was nice to have a couple extra bucks to yeah. spend elsewhere. So Yeah. And um, saving money. It's good. <laughs> I don't know. Like, save money, live yeah. better. <laughs> save money, live better. That's our motto here. But uh, yeah, again, if credit card's not your thing, I totally get it. Not judging whatsoever. But uh, for us, it works. Getting our flights over there for, I mean, for free, essentially, letting the credit card company pay for it. Um, that saves a lot of money. I mean, easily for us, it's a thousand bucks round trip if we were to book it through Delta or whatever. Like last time we flew Delta, I had uh, transferred points from American Express over to them and covered it. We didn't. We only paid taxes and fees, which yeah, was like it's it's very helpful because again, that flight money goes towards something else. Exactly. So, so it goes towards our hotel, right? And then that's less. Or it can. I go, hey, we're saving, you know, eight hundred dollars on flights. Let's use it on our merch or like our food. Our food and merch are covered. Yeah. For the trip. So uh, again, if you are willing to do it, do it. If not, again, go that cash route. Just know you can save a little money at Target and Sam's Club and Costco. Uh, but other than that, that is pretty much how you save money going to Disney World. Yeah. Thank you so much for listening. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, thanks for joining us. If you haven't listened to the saving money for a Disneyland trip, go back and check that out. That was a while ago. Yeah. Probably like 15, 20 episodes ago. So uh, scroll down that screen and find it. Uh, It's money saving tips for Disneyland. Uh, If you're not already, follow us over on Instagram at Market House Podcast uh, and over on Twitter at Market House Pod. Uh, we're both pretty active on there. Caitlin does a much better job over on Instagram, much more consistent than my tweeting. Oh, you're sweet. Yeah, especially in recent events with all the drama going on over on Twitter. What's going with, on Twitter? It's Mr. Musk. He's oh, just ruining geez. it for everybody. I'm just kidding. I don't really have an opinion on it, but um, <laughs> he's buying it. And so a lot of people are upset that he's purchasing this thing. Oh, geez. Hey, if I had $44 billion, I don't 44 know if I'd be... $44 billion. $44 billion. Uh, like 20 of it's his and the rest of it's other investors. That's what, a lot of cash. What's the first thing you would do if you got $44 billion tomorrow? Um, Buy a house. Yeah. I was <laughs> yeah. going to say buy a puppy. <laughs> we live in California, people, where houses it's are... So, they're so expensive. Very expensive. Houses yeah. in our area have gone from what normally was you could buy a starter home, right, for 300 and some thousand dollars. Yeah. Now our... Starters are like what... 450 460 up to like five that's a little three bedroom two bedroom house or yeah three three bedroom two bed three bedroom two bath 1500 square feet yeah you're looking at 450 to five hundred thousand dollars yeah it's bonkers out here people so i'd buy a house yeah a four forty four billion dollar house 
Um, enough of depress me. <laughs> Let's talk about nice things. Uh, yeah, consider leaving a review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Uh, a written review over on Apple Podcast. One of those little star reviews over on Spotify that would help us a ton. And uh, yeah, thanks so much for sticking around. We will see you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.